The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhana Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Taking the lead here. Forehead to forehead with Sting. 
And now he'll whip Sting in. Sting ahead of Steen, ducks once, twice. Oh, and a shoulder tackle takes Vincent down. Sting can barely stand. Gets to one knee. Vincent, as you can see, he's trying to get to his feet. He's not so sure where he is. And now Sting sees his corner. He's and five feet from it. Oh, he was there. And Lance Archer pulled him away. Sting with a lariat. Staggers Archer. And here comes Darby Allen. Boom! Shotgun drop kick. Dutches in. He gets hammered by Darby. Darby holding that shoulder. Oh! That AC joint separation or injury that he has. Elbow. Like, oh, God. Oh boy. Made a mistake there, I'm sure. Put him inside. Trouble here now. First Darby Allen, Sting, and Copeland. Maybe not. You've got to give Darby Allen this. He's resilient. Oh! But for how much longer? Looked like he was going to try maybe the code red, but there. And a smile and a laugh from Vincent. This is the main event. Don't go anywhere. It continues in picture and picture. Darby Allen, one of the new stars who helped brand AEW and put them on the map. Two-time and the inaugural TNT champion. He has been doggedly pursuing that title for a third time. Currently held by who, Tony? Christian Cage. Yes, indeed, the greatest TNT champion and father of all time. There were great TNT champions throughout the short history of AEW. Christian Cage is one of them. I'm not going to say the greatest, but was one of them as Dutch Elbow finds the the jaw of Darby Allen. Let me ask you this, Tony. Okay. As you continue to be a, a father to five children, have you taken any lessons from Christian Cage? Yeah, I sure have. Not how to treat your kids. That's a lesson I've learned. Elbow or knee that time. A lariat from Big Dutch. One, two. Tell you, Nigel, this righteous team is a hell of a team, buddy. Yes, thank you. And the team with Larch Archer, they are gelling together very well. Jake the Snake Roberts, one of the most feared and revered legends of all time, has had a big smile on his face for this entire matchup, Tony. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Oh, he's weird as well, is he? Yes, he is. You call everybody weird. I can't see how a guy can smile through all of this. All this. He's a sadist. He okay. loves what he sees. Look at this. Vincent absolutely commanding in the center of the ring. Darby Allen has got to get over the ring. Adam Copeland has been pacing nervously back and forth for the last five minutes. He realizes the position that his team is in. Driving Darby Allen down. And Vincent, rear chin lock applied. 
We are on collision, and we're coming to you from Oakland. Thanks for being with us here on TNT. Tony and Nigel hit a big elbow that time by Vincent. Dalby Allen has suffered a significant beating already with a damaged shoulder joint at the hands of Lance Angel. Oh, look at that. The elite suplex. Darby Allen desperately crawling as if through sand to try and get over there. Adam Copeland realizes again the danger that his team in. If Allen cannot take over, if Allen cannot make the tag here, this match is over. And what position does it put this trio in one week from full gear? Will they be able, Nigel, that's a great question, will they be able to be confident enough to go into full gear next Saturday against Christian Cage, Nick Wayne, and Luchasaurus? Tag, here's Dutch. And tag, here's Vincent. And the righteous with a little double team on a prone Darby Allen. This could be it. Oh, no. Oh, Darby! One, two! No. Where does Darby get this from? He's unbelievable! He's resilient, I will give him that, certainly. He's like a cuddly T-1000 from Terminator 2. Just keeps on going. Darby, though, desperately needs a tag. Wait a minute, Flags on just gonna stand! No respect for the icon. Oh, here we go! Adam Copeland sits Archer. Crashing to a ring post. Copeland's a great man, and it's going to get him. The rated R superstar from top. Both members of Rutgers down. Adam Copeland sending Vincent down. Oh, the spear in. Lance Archer. Dutch goes crashing down. He's taking on all three men. Oh, watch out. Ready for Christian Cage next Saturday. Finally, the smile has gone from Jake the Snake Roberts' face. And Copeland looking. Darby wants in. I think the tag was made to Darby. Here comes Darby. He's looking for the Coleman drop. He's got it. Archer reached up, but still could not get it down. Caught by a big slam that time by Dutch and Sting is fighting. This has completely broken down, and we are loving every bit of it. Fans are with Sting with each and every blow, and he is taking off both members of the Righteous. Oh, hold on. Scorpion death drop coming up. And an elbow. Now we're seeing some cohesion. Yes, we are. Great teamwork. From Sting, Copeland, Darby. They send Vincent in. Stinger splash! Spare! Cover! One, two, it's over! We saw about 15 minutes of an ass-kicking trios match. 
and we're going to see one in one week at full gear. Like you said, Nigel, finally some cohesion, and it was at the end, it was enough to win it. It took them a while to get on the same page, but ultimately, the icon, the iconoclast, and the freak pick up the victory here tonight. Big win, to say the least. And now, what is directly ahead? Our trip to Southern California, beginning on Wednesday. Oh, we might get a little bit of a preview. Uh-oh. Oh, we are being blessed. I'm glad we're being blessed. Twice in a night. I am glad we're being blessed. What arrogance. Give it to me. Arrogance just oozes from the pores. Look at him sneering. It's Christian! For Nigel McGinnis, I'm Tony Schiavone. Thanks for being with us. We are out of time tonight on Collision.
everybody, and welcome to Aftermath of AEW Collision. Yes, folks, say it with me. After the collision, we sift through the, the wreckage. wreckage. The wreckage brought to you by channelattitude.com. Please subscribe for $5 a month and the Hami Media Group. And also this week, the PWC Network, because we're having some technical <laughs> difficulties over on the other network. Therefore, you're getting it here on the PWC Network. You're welcome, everyone. That's right. I'm a Canadian. Instead of saying sorry, I'm saying you're welcome. It's still polite, but it's a little off-brand. That's fine. Uh, by the way, you're listening to me and you're wondering, who is this polite Canadian? I'm Krista Brands. That's AMD and like Lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. <laughs> Native land. True patriot love in all thy sons command. Yes, by the way, if you're listening and you're from Canada, I said by all thy sons command because fuck the woke nonsense. It's <laughs> by thy sons command. God damn it. All right. Um, anyway, yes, that's uh, AMBS like Lambs with Noel and bullshit first thing in the morning. Uh, don't worry, everybody, if you're wondering. How in the hell will I remember this man's last name? I'll just remind you, at the beginning of every goddamn show I ever do. Now, usually I do rhyming, but this show was so fucking useless, and I want to get through it as quickly as possible. Therefore, I'm not going to rhyme. Jimmy T, welcome to the show. <laughs> what's, what's going on, everyone? And yes, oh, Canada. I mean, you are a resident Canadian. You don't want to rhyme, but that's okay. Because I ain't rhyming either, so please introduce our host. As a matter of fact, Jeez. all right, we have co-hosts. I was going down with the Canadian national anthem, just quite wow. It's like we're a regular, uh, you know, United Nations in here, uh, except there's two representatives <laughs> of, of America. So I don't know. You guys can fight over which one of you is officially South Africa, but uh, first. <laughs> We're all, we're all England's bastard children. That's yeah, There you go. We're all England's bastard children, which offends me as an Irishman, but we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> first of all, it's the vet. Vet, welcome back to your show, my friend. Oh, hello, everyone. Uh, at least Canada's real. Like, at yeah. least that's a real country. Not like poor Jimmy. Not a real person. Real. Not from a real country or continent. <laughs> definitely not from a real continent that's for sure and it's appropriate <laughs> it's appropriate that i've got uh, some uh, goddess of stardom world tag league off on the side here because i'm joined <laughs> we are joined by my tag team partner on monday nights it's brandon brandon hello what is up guys good to be here today there he is there he is he he, he, he actually was supposed to join us on another show had some issues at the end, and I said, "Well, you know, whenever you can join us, you're welcome to join us." And he said, "Well, I could, I could join you for the for the wreckage." And I said, "Awesome, awesome!" So here he is, Brandon. Welcome to the show. Anytime, thank you for having me. After watching last night's show, it looks like you probably need another hand to shift through this uh, shift through this car wreck. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What fucking! I think I we're said gonna pretend we week. didn't see this and just drive on by. <laughs> I, said, I said last week was the most thunder. Uh, this show has ever been and I was you know that that didn't take very long for them to one-up themselves on how thunder they could make this show um, 
Also, we've got some people in the chat who want to say hello. Uh, Retro Rocket Review. Uh, we've got Lizbeth's in the house. Uh, Dane, Labrat, uh, the PWC, but that's just me uh, explaining why we're late. It's not our fault. It really is not our fault this time, okay? <laughs> um, also, I'm going to butcher this fucking name again, but Iran Ben Shlomo. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's, he's been saying that we butcher his name all the time, but that's okay. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, also, he has a, a great comment here. He says, Canada is a great nation. Uh, the problem is that, that their PM. Oh, yeah. I, I got it. I got it. I can do it. <laughs> Don't click it. Leave it alone. I ain't touching it. <laughs> I'll bring it up. There we go. Okay. Canada is a great nation. The problem is that their PM is a clown. Yes. That is true. Objectively true. He paints his face and stuff. It's not my fault. I'm not making it up. He literally paints his face. Usually it's black and not white with a red nose. But hey, you know, splitting hairs. All right, is there anything to talk about in terms of professional wrestling news, guys? <laughs> nothing comes to mind. Nope. <laughs> there's, there's really nothing to talk about. I mean, can we just end the show now? I mean, we might as well just take it home. So, nah. <laughs> no, but really, Bet, what is it to talk you? about? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, no, all right, we got it. Hammer and all your favorite stuff. <laughs> No, 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 but seriously, though, we had a Mindy's bunch Bakery. of Mindy's Bakery, you can find me at Mindy's Bakery. <laughs> uh. <laughs> actually, let's start from here first, actually, though, boys, because I wanted to ask the vet and Brandon a question because I'm curious to think what they think. I mean, you and I have already discussed this at length, Chris, but, um, vet, Wait, there's I'm some... Sorry. I'm sorry, breaking news. Breaking news. I said the fucking name right. Woo! What? You said it correctly? whatever <laughs> shut up jimmy i said it right okay you didn't say it right and i did because i am the what? more i am the it's more Iran. member of this nation of, of nations of this whatever the totally fuck real nation yeah. <laughs> it's a combination of correctly and directly like you directly oh. said it correctly chris yes you did it yes. not correctly right but i mean no, not that surreal. deserves oh, okay. that deserves that comment deserves the most Canadian thing that I could possibly respond to, which is to say, "fucking a." There you go. Yeah. Um, Don't you mean "fucking a"? Fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a good one. That was. He got you there, Chris. <laughs> Wait, he's frozen. Right, back to you. So you wanted to, you wanted to ask something, Jimmy? I oh yeah. Well, what I did want to ask. Well, there's these weird rumors floating around in the wacky world of professional wrestling. Mm. And people, and this is catching like a bit of steam here. Now I'll ask you first, Vet, do you think CM Punk could possibly be the devil in AEW? No. no. Brandon, I see you uh, also saying no. Well, neither do I, right? But people are starting to think that. I mean, people really, and look, just say it was. Are they the same people? Are they the same people that thought that uh, that brawl out was a work and that this current firing oh. is a work? Are they just? Do they just? Do people just not want to get got? Is that the only reason <laughs> that they quote unquote believe things? Because that's what it I seems no like idea. to me. It seems like people are so 
desperate to show how smart they are by not getting fooled that they'll just they'll start to believe things that aren't true uh that would be the most to 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 for cm punk to get publicly neutered like that just to come back for a shitty wrestling <laughs> angle true. i don't think he's not that kind of guy this guy's a true asshole he's not gonna want to look that bad you know what i mean i just don't think so if if so then you know hey i'm the wrongest i've ever been but i i really don't think that this is the way to go around just just to just to work a bunch of marks for what <laughs> well i mean it's funny because eric bischoff uh said if and he doesn't think this is the deal but if and, and imagine this and me and Chris were kind of talking about this while watching uh, Collision funny enough but um, imagine it was him and the elite it was uh, Kenny Omega and, and the Bucks hangman just imagine that and I was discussing this also with uh, Bischoff and uh, you know the, the big fat dude Conrad Thompson and uh, Bischoff said it's not it's not the case but if it was right and and the elite was in on it everyone was in on it and everything from back at uh brawl out was a work it would be the best <laughs> the biggest storyline in years and i mean shit imagine they worked the shit out but the thing is this company ain't that smart they, they don't think that deep first of all and we're talking about tk there's no way that's even on his thought process so but if it was legit would you agree Vet, that it would be the biggest thing in pro wrestling? The biggest thing today? Yes. Well, yeah, not ever. <laughs> what else no. is there? Forget that. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> what else true. is going on right now? Bloodline's Brandon, fucking dead. Yeah, that's dead. It's dead. Brandon, is there any fucking possibility that it could pull the wool on all of us? If it was referenced on TV, yeah, but <laughs> they never, ever, ever brought it up on camera. The closest I ever True. came to was when uh, Punk made that comment about being real in a world of fake bucks. Yeah, true. Fair point. Well, back to you, Chris. Yeah, so this, like, the other day when we were discussing it, I said that the problem that you're having there is, and it's the same problem that a lot of people have, I think, who listen to HMG, listen to, you know, um, our group of professional wrestling podcasters, is that we all have way better ideas than the people who are actually booking the shows. So, like, we come up with something brilliant. You hear it, and you go, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> but it's not going to happen because uh, literally we have more sense than the people who are booking a lot of these pro wrestling shows. Which, you know, hey, listen, for a guy like the vet, for Brandon, you know, for, for Ben, for you know, GGP, Strangler... That all makes sense, right? Because you guys have actually been in the professional wrestling business. Jimmy T and I come up with better fucking wrestling angles than like 98% of what we see on AEW, which is ridiculous because we've never had a job in pro wrestling. We're just some dudes on the internet. We're, we're just more bearded white guys on the internet. And that's, you know, there's a lot of us. That's, that's like Tony Khan with no money protection. is what you're saying. Yeah, except like, if we had money or billy corgan with no fame or any other number of people that think they can just do whatever they want yeah exactly. are you labeling us nick beards no i'm labeling you a neck beard i am hey, hey, like hey. on the internet hey hey careful careful <laughs> there's 
no, there's no, there's nothing on the neck. The neck is clean, right? The neck hey, is clean. I don't have anything on the neck either. I'm, just I'm begging, I'm begging them to prove us wrong, though. Go ahead and show, show us that you worked us all. Just show us how great you are. Man, and but, but you when know, you're what? looking at when you're looking at the stuff they're doing with, say, Hangman Page, for instance, yeah, I just don't think they have it in them. No, there's no way. But it's funny, just the thought of it, because by accident, they can literally pull off one of the biggest things in pro wrestling today by accident only if they thought that if they actually listen to what people are saying they claim they do uh, but i mean look look for example this damn show tonight or last night now was just like what was this it was just matches and so on it was the opposite the of last week it was even worse than last week man way worse but anyways i don't want yeah, to like ramble like, but that like please. last week that this week was bad you gave it a damn agree. b plus yeah b, we hell? can all agree this week was not good um but yeah let's let's just get right into it and we'll talk well we'll we'll talk about how how this all goes um as we're going through the show can we redo uh, the skirmish instead and then just talk about wednesday show? <laughs> <laughs> that would be <laughs> Good. And that was a Good. much better effort by AW with Dynamite for once, right? I mean, yeah. it got its first yeah, B plus weird. from me in uh, six months. So yeah, yeah. all right. Show. Well, yeah, all right. Let's, let's, I guess let's. So instead, then. so instead, um, all right. We have uh, we have insert promos to begin the night, which I still think are a good idea. Um, I, I I still really like this. This this. Still, like, uh, in the first 30 seconds of the night, I was still excited about what was going to happen. Uh, thinking, hey, maybe we'll get some good matches because we got some good insert promos here. Um, the one exception I will say is that uh, Roosh's accent made him say a bunch of funny things. Um, <laughs> he said, cute. if you mess with the ball, you get the herns. And... Uh, <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. How are say we that again, to know Chris? what he means by that? So say that one more time, Chris. He said, if you mess with the ball, you get the urns. And I went, I went, I'm sure Thomas the Hitman Hearns is not showing up tonight. If he was, I'd be stoked. Like, that's like my favorite <laughs> boxer ever. But I'm pretty it sure Thomas Hearns is not there. Um, and if he was, he would have been embarrassed by a lot of the striking. Uh, mess with these balls, you get the Thomas hands. That's Thank right. you, Five. Right. Did you also no. like how Will Hobbs had a promo, but he didn't have an opponent? <laughs> I'm gonna Did mess somebody he... up. I don't know who. Yeah, you know, yeah and mind you, he was marking out when. And we'll get to that later on when he was calling out the big fella. Yeah, he was. He was happy. He was. He was real happy to be standing across the across the. Uh, pads there from the big show i mean uh paul wright paul wright paul, wright? paul white <laughs> yeah. with a dub i don't know <laughs> i don't know man i keep forgetting what these people's fucking names are now that they're not their old names and i'm not calling edge adam copeland i'm calling him edge i don't care every single fucking time he's edge because he's edge if rick flair suddenly had to call himself richard fleer i still wouldn't fucking call him that Anyway, Andrade El Idolo is now being represented by C.J. Parker. 
Um, and I told Jimmy when we were watching this, I said, this is a big step up for, uh, for me. For oh, wow. Day. Like, wow. I mean. if, if, he's going, <laughs> if he's going from fucking Ric Flair with a vagina to fucking CJ Parker, that's a, that's a big step up for, for Andrade. <laughs> Good for him. That's disgusting. Please. It's mm. true, though. It's entirely accurate. You play with the veg. I'm sorry if you're listening, RBV. Your precious Shar Shar is just Ric Flair with a vagina. Oh, God. The vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Dick Flair. Yeah, yeah. He is a Dick Flair, technically. Dick Flair. All right. So Miro is shown watching, and he's unhappy. He's a cuck again. Yeah. Very, I mean, can you believe that? A cuck in WWE and a cuck in AEW. Who would have thought? Gotta be a rib. Gotta be a rib. <laughs> it's gotta be. At this point. Or he legitimately likes watching his wife with other men. I mean. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm not going to yuck your yum, but uh, it's weird. <laughs> yuck your yum. It's a little weird. <laughs> All right, anyway, Daniel Garcia comes out, and he, he really wants to dance and look stupid. So so he tries to do that, and uh, it looks like Andrade would rather wrestle, though. So uh, he puts him in a headlock and <laughs> tries to make him wrestle. Um, they do a striking spot uh, early where uh, Daniel Garcia just slaps him a number of times. Um, he was like punching air crease, just tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was one of these. It looked like he was doing the bushwhacker gym, but like on someone. <laughs> it was not good. If only he was leaking uh, Andrade, that would have just topped it off. Uh, that, came, hey. that came later. That came later <laughs> with uh, with with wow. Rush using the spit from his tongue to slap someone, which is disrespectful. Okay, a little kinky and disrespectful. Um, yeah, Daniel Garcia does a dance in front of CJ, and it looks terrible. And then uh, CG Perry does a dance, does a dance back, and it doesn't look terrible. My God, is that does it. pretty? <laughs> well, she's a lot prettier than Daniel Garcia, right? That's for sure. Like, like, like a whole lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, Garcia focuses on the knee of Andrade throughout most of the match. So, of course, towards the end, he does a kip up, and then he follows it up by running to one side of the ring running to the other side of the ring and jumping on Daniel Garcia with his knees. Yeah. So then, Rollins school of selling. Yeah. <laughs> My modern wrestling. Remember in the day when Billy Gunn got his leg worked, he went to go take an Irish whip and he crumbled halfway across the ring. <laughs> yeah, I do. I remember. I remember. A lot of really good wrestling. It was before AEW. <laughs> okay. don't, don't get out psychology by Billy Gunn for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, if Billy Gunn is doing better psychology than you, maybe you should go back to be a pro. Um, <laughs> this match took way too fucking long. Twice Jimmy and I checked how long this fucking match had been going for. It went for about 18 minutes which is about 19 minutes longer than I wanted to watch this fucking wrestling match. Uh, Andrade wins. Uh, it's a completely flat finish. They're striking and just doing the I strike you and you strike me thing. And then uh, uh, 
Garcia went down, and uh, Andrade just picked up his leg and gave him the figure eight for the win. Super flat. Uh, not a good match at all. Vet, have anything to say about it? Oh, I'm just going to eat this muffin real quick. So <laughs> You eat your muffin. Oh, no. Before I do, before I talk with my mouthful, let me just say this. Daniel Garcia. Um, there's a lot of things that Daniel Garcia can do to improve his standing in the professional wrestling world. He's already got the uh, unwarranted push, so he's ahead of the game, right? Uh, what I would suggest, I'll just give him one thing to start with, you know, uh, because sometimes it's a little bit, you don't want to, you know, um, inundate somebody with a bunch of stuff, right? So just have one thing to concentrate on. So kid, here's what I give to you. 250 push-ups a day. All right, that'll fill out that bird chest of yours, make the shoulders look a little rounder, make you look like a somebody. So start with that. And when you complete that, then I'll have more things uh, to give you, more notes. Now, if you'll excuse me. Step one, <laughs> look like a wrestler. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, do you have any other advice for Daniel Garcia? Because I don't think Andrade actually needs much advice. Other than, you know, somebody focuses on the knee for five minutes. Sell it a little. Um. Saw something in the chat I thought would be kind of interesting. <clears throat> what okay. if they brought in Alex Wright to be Daniel Garcia's partner and they did a reprise to Dancing <laughs> Fools? Well, why not? I mean, hey, shout out to Josh. Yeah, absolutely. We've also got a comment from, um, here, let's see if it'll pop up for me. Todd Branley, four-way dance-off, Alex Wright, Disco Inferno, Daniel Garcia, and Two Cold Scorpio. We need flash funk, Todd. Come on now. And the but funk who hits. wins, Todd? Who wins? <laughs> Just kidding. Not the fans is the answer. Definitely Alex Wright. That That's one the kid. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was great, Brandon. That was really good, Alex Wright. Um, <laughs> Ooh, hopefully big you weren't going for disco. It was a, it was a good Alex Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, let's move on. Uh, next up, Nick Wayne, who was accompanied by Christian Cage and Luchasaurus. Nigel says Nick Wayne respects Christian Cage so much that he's decided to take Christian's last name, which would make him Nick Nicholas Cage. Cage. <laughs> that was a great line. That was a great line. The commentary was, was brilliant. Great tonight. I think Nigel and uh, Tony have great chemistry with each other. I agree. I think, I think, I think Tony, Nigel yeah. has great chemistry with literally everyone I've ever heard him like announce with. Th that guy, when he's not feeling his CTE, that guy is old school awesome on commentary. He kind of reminds me of like it sometimes. Sorry, Brandon, go for it. He's a little bit like a heel JR kind of. That's hmm. awesome. Except heel JR was terrible. And and Nigel's actually like a good version of of heel Jr. Although heel Jr. like in '99 was like he didn't give a shit and actually got over as a face. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was so fucking he was so fucking against the product that the fans were like, actually, yeah, yeah, this guy gets it, and he's just like shit. <laughs> uh, Shades of 2023, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And shout outs to JR, man. I hope he's feeling better too, man. Yeah. No. He's awesome. Um, anyway, he's facing Dalton Castle. Um, vet. You remember last week when Dalton Castle came out to interrupt the 69-day celebration and he was all mad and he was like, no, we're not celebrating. You guys are, are bad and I don't want to celebrate with you. And uh, and he basically healed on like the most beloved tag team in the company. Yeah. Yeah. He was a face <laughs> tonight. <laughs> yeah so we have uh back-to-back matches where there's a good wrestler against a shitty wrestler which i i said to jimmy when we were watching this i said couldn't we have just gotten dalton castle versus andrade <laughs> mm-hmm. like that would have been good at least the match would have been better <laughs> so no we, we couldn't get that um the match went way too long Wrong guy wins. Nick goes over after some distractions. And it looked like the spot was that he was supposed to rake the eyes when the referee was distracted. But it kind of just looked like he ruffled Dalton's hair before hitting him with the finish. So not sure if he was just if it was just like Dalton loves his hair. So how dare you disrespect Dalton by messing up his hair? And that distracted him. Or if it was just one more fuck up for Nick Wayne already. Which is well, you gotta you gotta give Nick Wayne a little bit of leeway because he's probably suffering from CTE still after that beating that <laughs> AR Fox and uh, Swerve laid on him back when he was a nice young boy. Ah, right. That was when that was when he was a face and AR Fox was a heel. But now he's mm-hmm. a heel and AR Fox is a face for no mm-hmm. reason for either one of them that makes any sense to anyone. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, if someone broke into your home and threatened to murder your young child, how long of a promo would you need to cut in order to tell them, I'm coming (laughs) to kill you, you dumb motherfucker? Well, look, I'm glitching out as we, because I can't, (laughs) I am stuck in the matrix, as Liz said. And uh, clearly, I'm ready to blow, I'm ready to blow up, dude. This is what First happens all, when you podcast with someone who doesn't exist. Okay, <laughs> they glitch out on you. It's fucking embarrassing. I am glitching, but that's how I feel, though. It's it's funny. It's very apropos that I'm glitching out because how long does he need to talk? There's no talking. You just fucking you want to kill this motherfucker. You know what I mean? You don't want to like, like there's no talking, dude. And he talked about, he took like three minutes. He talked about the abyss and uh, pissing on graves and just way <laughs> too much talking. If you broke into my uh... house and threatened my fucking kid and someone said, hey, can you cut a promo? My reaction would be, sure. Hey, Swerve, <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you on Sunday. Bye. Uh... I don't get it. it, bro. I don't get it. minutes? The abyss? Shut the fuck up! Oh god! <laughs> I'm crying. That's how bad it is, man. And I'm glitching. <laughs> the most entertaining thing about the entire show is you glitching because. <laughs> Why do you look like Tony Khan just got told by his dad no? 
<laughs> Stop. <laughs> Why am you I look, glitching out? You look like an appropriate booker gave <laughs> Nick Wayne his match time. Stop making me laugh, please. Oh, shit. This shit's uh, hilarious, man. I've got to stop. I've got to get this shit down. Maybe it's you, the bit, mate. I have no idea what's going on. I'm just still crying, bro. You look like Billy Body told some, t- got told that he's <laughs> actually going to have to fight someone. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, maybe you can just like uh, back out and come back in or something. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Oh. Just disconnect and reconnect. You're fucking, you're, you're, you're driving me nuts now. All right. So next up, we've got a tag match with Roosh and Drillistico versus the greatest tag team in the history of the vet's life. This is his favorite tag team. He loves no one so much as he loves the workhorsemen. That's correct. And I was, uh, you know, basically the only person that returns from last week. <laughs> It's J.D. Drake. I wanted a lot of people from last week to return. And J.D. Drake comes back. So I'm not cool with that. But then I was like, the consolation was, oh, shit, he has to get in there with Roosh. So now I'm interested. And, you know, yeah. Because J.D. Drake's been, J.D. Drake's been like, you know, thinking he's over for like a while now and like trying to do too much and i would like roosh to put him in his place so i'm not really yeah, sure that we got that. that but yeah, not, not as much bit. as i would have liked him pretty fucking hard a couple of times <laughs> yeah yeah but i wanted to get awkward you know i wanted to get like antonio <laughs> Inoki and great antonio awkward but... <laughs> Vet was hoping for that was hoping for Roosh versus Jungle Boy levels of violence, which yeah, I just don't think it was in the cards. Because it was a tag match. If it was a singles, I bet you he would have. Jesus Christ, what is going on there? If you guys are seeing this live, you gotta be this this is like I'm shape shifting. Yeah, Halloween was last month, Jimmy. It's over. Stop trying to it's so trying to oh. look like he looks if if you're not watching this he looks like um he look, you you know you know in like the the paranormal activities when they just show the sped up footage and stuff of the person just standing there staring at the wall you know it's like that except he's got like a different face altogether they're trying to put an ai they're trying to put an ai baby on uh, on jimmy's face here <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh god. I can't do this, man. I don't know what's going on. Let's get it. Let's, right. let's just so, let's just have a PNG of Jimmy there. <laughs> yeah. So listen, Roosh is great. I'm gonna say that just right off the bat. He's a really, really good worker. He's believable. Everything that he does is fun, interesting. It looks like he's really trying to hurt people in there. And he appears to be trying to win wrestling matches, which in today's modern era is something I have to say as a positive about someone ridiculously, but it really is something that I have to mention. Um, Drillistico is another masked wrestler in AEW. And why don't they let anybody stand out in terms of that? Because like 
when you watched the cruiserweight division in the WCW, basically all of the different masked wrestlers had their own style or their own charisma, right? You knew the difference between pretty much everybody. Um, you know, LaParca was just kind of a fucking nutcase, right? And uh, his he was going to work differently than Juventud Guerrera, who was going to work differently than Ultimo Dragon, right? Who was going to work differently than Rey Mysterio. And all of those different cruiserweights had their own thing that made them stand out from each other. In AEW, I really do not know the difference between Drillistico and Salido Del Sol and the dude who does the fucking springboardy stuff and the other guy and uh, Juan and whatever the fucking other Max guys are called. Like they, they all just kind of seem very samey to me. Um, Brandon, I know this is the first time that you've watched collision, but what do you think about that? Like, what do you think about mask guys? you can't just have a whole bunch of guys in masks. You need to give them a way to stand out. Like what are some things that you think that they should be doing in order to try to stand out from one another? And what would you give them for advice? Man, that, that one's actually really tough because like I got nothing out of this match. Like I literally have it in my notes. Um, some Lucha team versus some team, not good enough to get an entrance. <laughs> That's some that's team. the workhorsemen you're talking about there, Brandon. And those are the vets' favorite tag team. Just kidding. Vet does not like those guys. <laughs> How fat is that fat dude now, man? What's his name again? JD Drake. Oh, that's it. Well, JD Drake can go and uh he needs uh, something. He needs something to stand out from the from the rest of the crowd too. M maybe a tattoo on his stomach or something. Just like a big old fireball could do like he could just get tattoos like uh like Bam Bam had the trunks. Just get tattoos like that. He'd probably stand out. Just kidding. Anyway, yeah, I just kind of feel like if you're a masked wrestler in AEW, you need to do something to try to stand out because they already have six of you. And, um, you know, it's cool. We're all very impressed that you can do topes. But, like, J.D. Drake can do a fucking tope at this point. It's not impressive anymore. Um, so you got to do something to try to stand out. Just a bit of, you know courtesy the house of black have a video that they sent in just after that and they they walk in from the dark and they're really impressed with with uh lij i think they said they were they might have been being sarcastic they're planning on winning the tag titles so that lij will have to chase them and then julia hart makes a challenge for statlander and I have here in my notes, lady, you're supposed to be a witch. Act like a witch. Don't uh, don't really know how else to say that. Vet, sir, what the fuck do you give for advice to Julia Hart? Because 
I don't think that she's like that there's, that there's nothing there. She does have a good look, obviously, right? She's a very pretty young girl. I don't mind the idea of her being like the, you know, the the witch in the group, right? Like even if even if she's not the lead, but she needs to be a witch. Like do something to convince me that you're actually a dark evil woman. Don't just cut a promo like every girl from Sacramento could cut a promo. <laughs> hey, the girls here can cut pretty good promos. <laughs> um, okay, well, look. Uh, who said she was a witch? She wore a hat? I mean, give me a fucking break. This is just people trying to be a certain... They have a certain look. They're all just, you know, to me, they're all just boring wrestlers. Uh, Plus, I liked... I liked uh, Malachi better as a single. I don't like this group of hangers-on. Um, I would never give, I would never give Buddy a job uh, unless it comes <laughs> with his uh, girlfriend. You know, um, I'm not gonna. I, I don't really care about Brody King. There's, you know, there's a million Brody Kings. Um, it's uh so and and so but specifically to julia hart it's like you know i don't know the the gimmick's dumb but all i can do is 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 watch her from a mechanic standpoint and see how she evolves from there which in that case uh you know much better than she was and she's unfortunately i say unfortunately not to disparage her but uh more to disparage kind of like everybody else and the booking uh thereof um unfortunately she had the best match tonight uh with willow so that's could be an indictment or it could be praise but uh that was that that was the highlight of this this shit show and um i'm not gonna Jimmy, even pretend a, that some of that really bad uh echo it's definitely from you because the rest of us have headphones. So do I. <laughs> yeah, but you. No. Is it not? Well, where is the echo coming from? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. It might have been because I took off my headset and I had it near the mic. So yeah, could have been that. Is there an echo now? No. All right. Well, there. Yeah, it could have been that. Sorry, my bad. This show is almost as good as Collision. Uh, so basically what I'm saying is uh, part of the reason that, even if it's only part, a small part of the reason that uh, Julia Hart had the best match and was the highlight of the show is because her ass was out. So, And plus, yep. if she's a witch, where's her broom? Or anything. I don't need you to be a fucking witch from every 1930s movie ever. Like, you you can do, like, the witch thing and just, like, actually have it be, like, a cool modern spin on the idea. But do it if you're going to do it. Anyway, um, Statlander uh, is up next. And uh, she's talking. So, sorry, everybody. Um, she says sure to a, a match at the pay-per-view against somebody. I wasn't paying much attention to what the fuck she was saying. And then she said something that made Willow really happy, which was that Willow was going to get to face Julia Hart first. 
Cool. <laughs> I mean, he cares. I don't. Also, whoever told Statlander that that top looks good on her is lying and needs to be hurt. Not Statlander needs to wear rocker chick t-shirts and go back to trying to be mommy because yeah. please no remember that when she said she was mommy mommy's coming home too yeah mama's coming home i was like hey oh, look yeah, mama that's it look there's a there's an abnormally tall muscular rocker chick who's calling herself mommy that's... wasn't she an alien for crying out loud she was at one point she's no longer an alien jimmy you need to leave the past in the past she's not an alien <laughs> so i need to leave her back in andromeda yeah that's right back oh, in the andromeda it. galaxy where she's from oh, anyway darius martin versus roderick strong is up next and um <sighs> man i uh roderick strong is not a bad technician he's uh his wrestling comes across as aggressive and it looks like he's trying to hurt people, which is good. And everything else about this was pretty much terrible. It went too long, even though it was about five minutes long. Uh, who in the fuck is Darius Martin? Um, he's basically a luchador without a mask. So that's cool. <laughs> he's getting a little flubby, I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely getting a little bigger. Um, anyway, Brandon, this is sort of your first uh, first step into neck strong, right? How did you like it? Uh, I did not really care for this at all. Again, these are I don't know the stories. I don't know the angles. I don't know the characters, and they did absolutely nothing to get me to care. Um, I mean, the like you said, the in-ring stuff from Roderick looked good, but it just took way too long to get to where they were going. And also, Against where's Maria's? Yeah, and where's Maria at for this group too? Well, then I have like ten kids. She ain't been nowhere near this angle. And what she's doing is she's doing like the weird cougar thing on Ring of Honor. So she's collecting shiny young men to manage, kind of like C.J. Perry. And uh, what are you trying to for some reason? <laughs> yeah, for some reason, not at all concerned with what her husband is up to, and vice versa. I mean, I what's mean, the what is his storyline? Like, that's like, what is it? What's this even supposed to be? It's that the kingdom are friends with, with Roderick Strong. Who, no, 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 I'm talking about between CJ more so and um, and uh, Rusev, whatever, Miro. Mm. It's that um, Miro doesn't Anyone? want CJ around because she distracts him, but she wants to be involved in something, so she's there. And uh, he does, but he's angry because she's there and wants to do <laughs> stuff. Miro, Miro's never even around for her to be around. <laughs> you got to be around for somebody to be around you. He was there today. He was backstage. Yeah. yeah. And she wasn't around, yeah. so you know it's all working out just the way he wants. I mean, it looked like he was literally licking his lips, watching the screen, like being a cuck, literally. And another thing, this whole fucking show is basically Ring of Honor. Like, if 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 
the ring of honor i've been watching basically looks like this and i fast forward past most of that so my question is if this whole show is just fucking ring of honor anyway can i get athena on the program so i at least have something to watch that would yeah. be uh, uh well be apparently athena is killing it in ring of honor right killing Crazily. it she's my favorite legit yes okay just not, not like jd drake like he's, no. he's serious about this <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> yeah she's a good worker she's a really really good worker um yep. and there's a few there's a few talents in ring of honor that you're like man these guys you know they could be if they just want to make this a ring of honor show then make it a ring of honor show and show me some really great ring of honor talents stop showing me daniel fucking garcia and telling me that he's a big deal because he's not He's not good. We don't believe you. That's not going to get over. Daniel Garcia is the fetch of AEW because it's not getting over. It's okay? never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Okay. Um, I don't think my father, reference... the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would be too happy to watch this show. <laughs> exactly. Toaster Strudel? Exactly. Vet gets Whoa. my reference. Uh, this is why we're friends, Vet. Um, Tony Khan is backstage next with Ivar one eye and thanks uh, guys <laughs> Tony is excited that Ivar will be at next year's all in which is nine months from now how in the fuck can you guarantee that Daniel Bryan is going to be healthy nine months from now nine months from tonight the <laughs> <laughs> Zane's got a funny comment in the chat though What's I mean, it? he says a lot. Oh no, not that one. But that's pretty good too. They have to do what WWF did in two thousand and one with WCW. Well, there's a few things they did. Was it the invasion you're talking about, Zane? What was it when they bought WCW or when they destroyed WCW? Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> this is an unannounced Ring of Honor invasion. They just showed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you've got <laughs> when, when you've got the workhorsemen and you've got a fucking Willow Nightingale and you got you know like this this is just an episode of or darius martin i this is ring of honor where's what's was, almost <laughs> i take that at this point where was uh you know like where's where's shoddy lee god was he too busy to be here on collision you know well, he he did just come back from his honeymoon with uh the you know, aw witch in julia hart oh well <laughs> yeah yeah they got married literally that's... Yeah, Dalton Castle, you know, like there's this just <laughs> we we don't get we don't get any of the good we don't know Shane Taylor, you know if we're gonna have if we're gonna talk about guys mm-hmm. from Ring of Honor, Shane Taylor was running an angle, and how'd you guys <laughs> like that? How'd you guys like on Wednesday when Keith Lee just loses clean when he's already running an angle with a guy that is is trying to get in a match with him and that would have been the perfect way to cost keith lee a chance at the television title that joe is just going to inexplicably vacate moments later and that could have definitely set up something but you know what never mind we're not doing it doesn't matter they buried the title it's all you know who cares they buried everything but we're not even but my point is we're not even getting the ring of honor talent on this episode of collision that we need to get from ring of honor we're leaving all the talent on Ring of Honor that nobody's watching and had to pay a premium price. And this show that you get with your cable subscription or satellite or whatever the fuck, uh, you have to watch goddamn JD Drake in his underwear. 
And, and he's fatter than ever, bro. Uh, oh, excuse me. For I mean, I that, finish, <laughs> that, that finish that that vet just suggested too. By the way, between between Joe and Keith Lee, would, would have made so much more sense. It would have healed Joe like in a really really nice way too, because Joe's strong and he needs to be booked strong, and that's totally fine, right? But a situation where Joe goes over thanks to a little bit of shenanigans on the outside from from Shane Taylor, you know, Joe gets the win. And then, you know, afterwards you have Keith Lee, you know, he's pissed off and he's going, give me a rematch. That wasn't a clean win. That wasn't a clean win. You just have Joe be like, be like, listen, you know, I understand that you want a rematch against me, but I feel like because of the historic nature of my run as television champion, I'm going to do the, the, the appropriate thing here. And I'm going to relinquish the championship as champion, you know, Keith Lee, you, you, you may be deserving of a shot at the at the television championship, but I've proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that I'm better than everyone in this division. Thank you, everyone. Here's your championship. Good night, right? Because then Joe's still strong. He won, right? He, he still wins the match. He still gives away the championship because they want to do some fucking tournament. I know that's what they're going to do with this fucking belt. It's going to be a fucking tournament because this goddamn company thinks that tournaments are just everything and every fucking week should be the G1. Um, so anyway, that finish, by the way, saves Keith Lee. It builds Joe as a heel. It builds the thing between Keith Lee and Shane Taylor, and it keeps the fucking ROH TV championship as something that people want. You know what I want? I think we should get a, a a new version of the Ugandan giant Keith Lee. Bearcat. Oh, you know, why don't want. you dip back out again, okay? How about <laughs> 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 And we get Kim Chi coming back as the manager once again. And he can slap his stomach. <laughs> Start doing that. You might as well. I mean, there was, he was a Bearcat no longer. He was a Bearcat. What does Just that saying. mean? I have no idea. You're gonna to have to ask me. It's the it's the one it's the one other black wrestler that Vince McMahon ever heard of. So <laughs> it's true. Uh, yes. <clears throat> uh, uh, thank you, Zane, for this comment. Thank you. The hoodie's pretty sweet. I gotta say, I love it. Um, yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, Tony, after saying that uh, that he's sure that, that Daniel Bryan will be at All In nine months from now and will be wrestling there, somehow sure of that, um, he then sets up the Continental Classic Tournament. Hmm. New championship. And there will be a... Yeah, the winner will be a champion. There will be, It'll be the championship <laughs> finals... So we're getting another fucking belt for AEW, or this one gonna be a trophy? That <laughs> uh, no one has any clue. I think they're just gonna. I think they're just gonna etch it on a plaque somewhere. Yeah. Todd Bradley with the comment. <laughs> Todd's last comment. You got to highlight that, Chris. Managed by Leatherface. <laughs> yeah. That's. The Ugandan Bearcat, Keith Kamala Lee, managed by Leatherface. <laughs> because AEW. Um, all right. 
Brandon, oh, shit. I don't follow Japanese wrestling that closely. I have never, I don't think I've ever actually watched a G1 match, but I know it's mm. a big deal. I know that it is a big deal and people look forward to it every year. Um, here's, here's, here's my, here's my pitch to you, Brandon. Okay. You're a billionaire. You have your own wrestling company. You know how the G one's really cool, Brandon. What if we did it every week? Then it's not cool and special anymore. Right. Yes, it is. Damn it. It's a wall. Exactly my problem with the myriad of fucking tournaments that they have in AEW. It's cool if you do it once a year and it means something. I've always said that the 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 the, the King of the Ring tournament could be really, really cool if it meant something. If the winner didn't just walk around with a fucking scepter for the next three months, it would actually be cool. If they had a if that led to a world title shot or that led to something. That fucking Dude. tournament could be awesome every year, but it needs that to person, mean something, and it can't well, be first, every fucking week. Well, that person you just badmouthed, or not really, about the scepter and the crown, that created King Booker, damn it. Yeah. One guy out of the 20 or so who the they King tried of Hearts. to get over with that. Owen Hart. Test. Macho King Randy Savage. Uh-huh. Yeah, King that's Haku. when people say Randy Savage, that's what they all remember is Macho King. Hey, I do. King, King of the Ring didn't exist back then either. So, <laughs> well, it, kind of, it actually did not as a pay per view though, as a house show. Yeah, it was a house show. That anyway. My point is, <laughs> if you want to make well, something did. special, <laughs> like you need to do it rarely. You can't just throw it out there every fucking three weeks and be like, look, we have another tournament. Aren't you excited? Because the answer is no, I'm not. Can I have something else, please? No, you cannot. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you eat right. your tournament or you get no dessert. <laughs> What's Julia the dessert, Hart event? Another Willow. tournament? Muffin. Uh -uh. Mindy's nice. Bakery. <laughs> Julia Hart versus Willow, and um, yeah, talk about I'm gonna before? let Vet say whatever he wants to say about this because because he liked this match, and I said that the best part of this match was the sexual tension between Brody King and Willow. So, yeah, I apparently disagree with Vet on this particular <laughs> one. Um, Brandon, what did you think of the match between Julia Hart and Willow? Um, the only real note I have is this, there was a nice transition from the gory special into a different submission. I liked that. Other than that, that wasn't really a whole lot going for me in this match. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I told Jimmy, uh, when I watched the gory special. It, um, I'm not a great Brazilian jujitsu practitioner. I've, I've rolled a little, you could not lock me into a gory special ever because <laughs> All I have to do is just roll my ankles a little bit and I won't be there anymore. You can't keep me in that fucking position. That is not realistic at all. And anyone who's ever done any rolling is going to look at that and go, why doesn't she just move her feet? 
It's not a good, it's, it's just not, it's not that, that is not an effective wrestling move in 2023 when there's so much crossover with, with people who know mixed martial arts. And I mean, maybe I'm the one, maybe I'm the only person who looks at it and goes, that is fucking stupid, but that is a fucking stupid move. You can't log anybody into that ever, ever. Well, she was exhausted, Chris. Come on. Yes. She was clearly exhausted. Julia Hart wins. And, uh, yeah. All right, right, Chris, I'm going to clarify my position on this. All right. I'm not saying that it was a good match. What I'm saying is what I was more looking at what it wasn't. And what it wasn't, um, was which you often see, uh, in especially the AEW women's division of a bunch of up and down and rope running uh, where they're just trying to do these sequences. There was a lot more uh, grappling and they actually tried to work some stuff. Um, And Julia Hart looked better than she has in the past. So she's on the right track. Willow's whatever. I think she's going to, you know, she's probably only going to get better, but I mean, I think we're kind of seeing a ceiling here especially considering who she has to work with. It's going to be hard for her to improve, you know? Um, So therefore she's kind of going to struggle to improve just because of the competition. But um, so I was just happy to see, you know, instead of pitter pattering all over the ring with the little tiny steps and everything and trying to do clotheslines and shit. I just liked that they tried to, you know, get in there and it, it looked like more of a struggle. Not saying they did a great job. A struggle. Not not saying they did a great job, but it was better than it was and it was better than everything else. I mean, you could say that Andrade and Daniel Garcia technically had a better match and did better in their match, but that's, you know, if if we're looking at uh, grading on a curve or whatever, they should have done way, way better for what they did than what these ladies did for what they did, and they didn't. The ladies yeah. outperform them to their ability, if that yeah. makes sense. To be clear, well, I hated this match, but I think me you're too. right. Like, I think that you're right that this was yeah, the, the, ma- best the match. match sucks. I'm, I'm talking about all a cart, man. What am I gonna? What, I didn't. I didn't. By the way, I didn't order anything on this show. This is not what I ordered. Uh, I'm returning this, everything. But you got to see some Julia Hart ass. So you're like, all right. Fine. Yeah, I mean, Hardly got an yeah, ass, that's that's really, the fruit but, cup. Yeah. That's the complimentary fruit cup. This time, it's like, oh well, you know. But, but to but, be honest, man, once someone like Julie Hart defeats someone as big as Willow, you can kiss your career goodbye. It's she's done. You can't lose to no, someone. Not. No, she's not. Yeah, right, dude. Who's not, in the I main event tonight? Not. Lance Archer. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh. He he jobbed his way to the main event with legends he didn't like even look. with legends like oh. Sting and and Edge. So don't, don't say don't say that you know losing to somebody of a of a smaller size means you're done. Well, yeah, you just use it as a jobber instead. I forgot. My bad. We'll get there. Remember, um, I mean, honestly, you remember the chart six foot two and over. You're a fucking loser. That's it. That's right. 
I, I might I might be able to just like get a few wins on TV. I'm six Wow, there you go. You just well look, it's fifty fifty booking with you, Chris. Can you dance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. No, not All right. right then. Um Ricky Starks. Oh. <laughs> I can dance around questions. Ricky Starks <laughs> is up next. And um him and Big Bill, they don't even want to talk to their challengers. There's people who want the belts and they're just like we don't we don't want to wrestle you. We're not wrestling you. We're not going to wrestle you, you fucking losers. Where do, we don't even want to talk to you guys in catering. Stay away from us. Just leave and you us can't alone. Teach that. And then and then, you know, the the little the cute little lady is like, "Well, I've actually just talked to Tony Khan and he said that you're going to face all four of your challengers at the pay-per-view." It's going Jesus. to be a four-way tag match for the AEW Tag Team Champion. And I just that's exactly what I wrote down here. That'll be a fucking nonsense match. Uh has got to think for clusterfucks, man, for real. Like, so in this war shit show, whatever we're gonna call it, we've got um tournaments by the dozens. We've got tag teams by the fucking dozens. In one match, I mean, is he shitting his load everywhere here? Like, are we going to just have, I don't know, every tag team in one match, every fucking idiot in, in a tournament, every this guy in this, we're going to get more belts and more belts and more cups and more battle royals and well, more, me, more, more. Let me go ahead and ask the guy who uh, is watching Collision for the first time tonight two True. questions. Brandon, when is Full Gear? And are you watching? <laughs> Don't know and no. Yeah. Okay. So did they actually say the date failure. of Full Gear? <laughs> pretty big failure on the part of this company since it's next weekend, and oh, they yeah. should have been selling you on their pay per view. Um, but no, no, you don't you want know, to watch it. You don't. You're not this... interested to see uh, who the fuck all is in this match. Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus the house of Enzo black Stocks. versus laj versus ftr um, you don't want to see those eight guys do wrestling moves with each other and flips and when i say with each hands. other i mean with each other and not to each other <laughs> they're gonna do wrestling moves with each other <laughs> you know we got a dynamite and a rampage before full gear and that's enough time to do a mini tournament if we'd rather oh, just get this shit, down to yeah. it. Oh, my God. How'd you come up with that bit? I don't know. I've just been paying attention. That's <laughs> crazy. You could you oh. could add the workhorsemen in and make it four teams in a tournament. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Dude, I'm creaming in my chair right now. Four and a half, I guess, if you count J.D. Drake's <laughs> stomach. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Powerhouse Hobbs. tournaments. Against local talent, and uh, it's just a squash match, which is an excuse for people to talk a lot to Paul Wright. Yeah, white, oh. right? <laughs> and by people, Paul, we mean Don Callis, almost Paul exclusively. Yes, Don Callis is like, "Hey, I understand you're a you're a scared giant, which is why you're." getting into a wrestling ring to fight me and my friends because you're defending your friend which is something all scared people do 
Suffering uh, succotash. That's all that's going through my head. Yeah. And then Powerhouse Hobbs was pretty stoked that it, Paul White was yelling at him. Uh, it's white. He yeah, marked out, bro. Okay. He legitimately he's marked another out. bearded white guy on the internet, except he's also on TV. So, um, yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs was pretty excited about that. And Brandon wasn't because he's not ordering the pay per view. <laughs> You're not? You're not convinced after watching this shit, Brandon? Oh, dude. He shook his head no for audio only. Yeah. <laughs> the uh the best part of this was when I mean unquestionably Don Callis says get him Hobbs and then Hobbs like flips the top of the table and then and then uh, Paul White flips the table back and then stands up and then uh then Don Callis immediately starts pushing Hobbs back. Yeah. Get he should have said he should have yeah, he should have said yeah, yeah, just kidding. I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. He should have audibly said that he changed his mind uh, because, you know, flipping a flipping a tabletop thing isn't really getting him. Mm. This was two yeah. big men playing bullshit. Yep. Moving on. Uh, FTR cut a promo backstage. And uh, they continue this uh, string in AEW of people not having a personal reason for wanting to do things. And so they just cut a promo saying that they want to win their match at the pay-per-view. For no reason. Shocking stuff, guys. Well, the Maybe reason they, is they'll... to win, Jimmy. Well, yeah, that's right. They Sorry, want to win so bad. that they can win. Well, <laughs> but, but they're learning. They're learning quick, too, these guys, FTR. I just want somebody to cut a promo once in AEW to be like, you know what? I don't want to win. I <laughs> I just want to I want to go out there and have a really quick match. I'll just let you hit me once and I'll lay down and you can cover me one, two, three, and then we can all go home. We can be friends afterwards. You, you I'll mean like you the finger poke of doom? <laughs> Something like that. Or anyway, the beach 2000? I'm not impressed with <clears throat> here's my promo, guys. I want to win the match at the pay-per-view. See you at the pay-per-view. Where? At the pay-per-view. <laughs> two weeks from now, where Brandon will not be watching. Uh, I get that WF, what the world is watching. But not Brandon. Not Yeah. Not, <laughs> Brandon's not part of that world. He's part of another <laughs> world. A more That's sinister a game, world. Another world. A darker world. I'm just, I'm just. But what about Dark Sky? Dark Sky. Wasn't yeah, we didn't the... even get Dark Sky here. She wasn't even on the night. Yeah, we got JD Drake there. again, but no more Dark Sky. Are you kidding me, man? Come on. We just got uh, JD Drake. That's way better. <laughs> what was it JD Cake? Because he fucking looked like one. J eats cake. <laughs> name. Um, yeah. All right, time, yeah. for the, time for the main event. As the uh, as the well-established, um, long-standing team of Lance Archer and the Righteous. Um, yeah, who are actually teaming tonight for the first time. 
who were put together literally just to job to this team of Sting, Darby. Whoa, 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 whoa. Reel it, reel it back now, Chris. It's Sting! It's like someone needs to do it spooky styles, but like it's all right. Very early on, Lance Archer and Sting have a woo off. Well inside of Lance's character. Everybody dies and also including his character. When I'm wrestling this 67-year-old man. Vet, remember last week when the Outrunners had that wonderful match against Sting and Darby? And basically every part of that was perfect. And they basically went out there and made Sting look like a million bucks. And they just sold their asses off and got their character over. And it was a quick, quick thing. But it was just absolutely, basically perfect. Yes, that was Wednesday on Dynamite. This was not that. No. This was 16 minutes, and it was 17 minutes too long. Mm. Not good. Mm. Not good at all. Sting looked no. like crap. Edge looked like crap. Mm. Darby looked like mm. crap. The heel team was put no. together literally just to lose this match, and mm. they made everybody look worse. So, According to Shivani, Edge looked at the best he's ever looked. Well, Tony's he getting he, paid to say look that. good physically. <clears throat> so much mechanically. No, yeah, well, here's here's the problem. Serious, serious, all seriousness. Okay. Well, first of all, I just want to say I would have been eating muffins this whole time, but I'm already feeling sick. So just imagine <laughs> that I've been eating them. I don't want to really eat them and get diabetes right here live. Uh, but all, all kidding aside, I'll say this seriously. Um, what should have happened was instead of pairing up Lance with Sting, Sting should have been with the fat dude and Lance should have been with Edge because those guys can <laughs> Edge can still go. So he and Lance should have beat on each other because Edge can take it and give it. Uh, Sting can do neither. So you put Sting with the fat guy and just let the fat guy pinwheel his arms while he's getting chopped and punched and stuff like <laughs> that. That's that's about all he's yeah. worth. And uh, and that's what he should be doing. Darby was paired up with Vincent, which is right. And then you know you, that that that's what they should have done. Instead, they didn't. And then you had to have things like the woo off to buy a little more time because you got told you had this much time. And I'm sure they were probably like, "Fuck." Uh, so <laughs> you know that 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 would be my little uh, my agent my producer decision like hey guys how about this you know and then i'll go back to reading my <laughs> newspaper it's like this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> newspaper. Uh, so, oh by the way just so you know just so you guys know Aaron anderson is gone okay so oh, he's is not, he? yeah he's been gone his son's gone they're both gone i knew his son was gone buddy now they're both was gone, gone so they're that's both official out. yeah so We'll have to think of another. I, I think Dean is still there, maybe, so we can just use him in place of all the times we want to use Arn as the example of the producer. Oh, Jerry yeah, Lynn's Jerry Lynn's there. the other one, right. But the Jerry. problem is that Dean is suffering from, um, you know, Alzheimer's. Really dementia? Yeah. And Parkinson's. Yeah, and dementia, right. And he's the agent. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to laugh, but how do you have someone that forgets shit as the producer of a match? 
I I don't know. Maybe don't use him either. We'll just say <laughs> we'll just say Jerry Lynn's agenting all these matches, and everybody's totally <laughs> listening to Jerry Lynn because that's the scuttlebutt. <laughs> is that everyone listens to Jerry Lynn, and all of his ideas are valued. Um, so we'll go with that. It's Jerry Lynn sure. from here on out. Jerry Lynn and JR, they're booking this. Um, (laughs) So I have to say shame on you, Jerry Lynn, because it should have been Sting paired up with uh, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, I don't even know. I can't even I legitimately can't remember. I'm trying. No, that's the other fat guy. We know his fucking name for bad reasons. Um, (laughs) This guy, I'll think of it. Go ahead. Like like Jacob Seed from from the fucking... (laughs) Are Park you talking about Vinny or, or fucking um or the big guy? Oh, the other fat cunt. We said the You're fat guy. Yeah. Oh, that's what's his name? Um, Dutch. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. what's, his, what's name? his name? Yes, that's fat what that's guy. what that's how you're supposed to remember. It's Vincent Dutch, the Bookers of TNA. That's <laughs> yeah. That's who the rib is on. Uh, Jesus Christ! I feel like the rib is on us for watching this fucking show. Oh, Week main event Susie. caps off a week show. And then Christian Cage's music hit, and I thought, oh, are we going to get a Christian Cage promo to end this? Because at least Christian Cage could come out and be like, hey, Sting, I hear your dad's dead. Ha ha! And I would be slightly entertained by something on this show. But instead, he just stood on the ramp and we were faded to black. Considering that Sting's about to retire and we had him and Jake Roberts in the same match, I was kind of disappointed we didn't see a coal miner's glove get used. <laughs> Couldn't have been or any something. worse. <laughs> Instead, Jake Roberts at one point showed his phone to Sting. I'm not sure if he was Why? like, he was like, hey, Steve, have you seen this OnlyFans stuff? I'm not really <laughs> sure exactly what that was. Steve. They, they didn't tell me what <laughs> it was. My neck, Steve. <laughs> Seriously, man. I mean, anyway, Jake, the fact that Jake the Snake is still standing is a miracle, man. Seriously. Yeah, no, it is. It really is a miracle. So it's, 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 it's legit. It's, yeah, it's DDP yoga. Yeah. Thank you <laughs> yeah. for saving. Yeah, feel the, the bang. Jake Roberts. That's not a bad thing, Chris. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. F for me. F for failure. <laughs> F. This show gets an F. Fuck this show. This show was terrible. There was a bunch of people on this show who I like that had bad matches. Bad wrestling matches against bad opponents. There was nothing set bad. up. Nothing moved forward. Nothing became cooler. Literally the best part of this show was the sexual tension between Brody King and Willow Nightingale. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That Actually, was that's my true. highlight of the night. <laughs> that's bad. Uh, Jesus Christ, that would be an earthquake. Brandon, do you have a letter grade for this show? F minus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Anything Josh, Bullet Club Gold was not on the show. <laughs> That's true. No Bullet Club Gold, instant F. Um, F minus because it was bad. Jimmy T, your letter grade, my friend. F for foo-foo. 
All right. We've got three out of four. Vet, what's your letter grade? B plus? Oh, I'm going to go with uh, FR, which any Riff Rogers <laughs> fan should know exactly what that stands for. Uh, uh... Yeah, this this is the worst thing I've ever seen on a Saturday night. Yeah. Well, it's not that includes a, every good. episode of Shotgun, Jacked, Metal, <laughs> everything that's ever Velocity, everything that's ever aired on Saturday oh, nights. Oh shit. This episode was the worst. Um Yeah. Just, Saturday nights ain't gonna be all right, in my opinion. Yeah. Lizbeth might have uh might have the comment of the night. Here the best part of the show was the fade to black as it went off the air. It was yeah, really, really bad wrestling show. You know what, what really annoys me, well, man? When we watch shows like this, that is that fucking, you know, hideous. I'm sorry to everybody. You, you know, maybe sometimes it comes across like we're just so like, you know what I mean? Like, just over it. You know what I mean? But yeah, when you watch and you waste your time watching this crap, it's not fun talking about it, man. Because there's nothing really to say. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to act like a fool because I was a fool for watching this shit. Yeah. No, you feel like, you know, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing because like yesterday I I was in Winnipeg, right. And I watched a Jets game live. It was like the first time I've been to a Jets game in a couple of years. Right. And, um, and they lost and they trailed the whole game and they basically didn't start playing until the last five minutes of the game. And that arena is generally the most fucking insanely loud place on the planet. Okay. Winnipeg Jets crowds are awesome crowds for hockey. And they were almost completely silent the entire night last night. And I couldn't blame them because you don't want to look like a fucking idiot. You don't want to feel like you're foolish for having supported the thing that you wanted to support. Right. And if your team doesn't even look like they're trying you do kind of feel foolish for being there, right? You're like, I spent sixty fucking dollars for the seat. I spent eighteen dollars for a hot dog. I spent twenty eight dollars for a beer. But I'm probably exaggerating slightly on those prices, but not by fucking much, <laughs> right? You don't want to look foolish for having supported the thing that you're there to support, right? It's the same thing with this. It's the same thing with professional wrestling. If you go to a show or you're watching a show regularly. And it disappoints you constantly. There does come a point where you're like, I just don't want to look foolish anymore with this fucking show. So you, you, if you do continue to support it, you're just supporting it by the, by the strength of like, I'm going to tell you how fucking stupid this was or what, what my team needs to do to get better. Right. There's a whole fucking cottage industry behind that. You know, when it comes to actual sports, I feel like AEW is sort of becoming that for professional wrestling. The people who still watch it are basically all watching it to say, well, this was stupid. And fucking J.D. Drake was on my television show again. And do you know what I mean? It just seems like this is what AEW has become. It's it's the team that you watch and you know they're going to suck. So you're just like. Fuck it. I guess I'll just watch and tell them how fucking bad they are. Yeah, yeah, but Chris, you know what the sad part is? There is so many delusional fans out there that are so beyond AW that they call this show. I saw multiple people say this show 
was the shit. And not the shit, the shit. Like, it was that good. They missed an S. I know, but, you know. I kid you not, man. I kid you not. And thank you, Josh. I know I don't have to apologize, but I do, man. Because, like I said, when, when I watch this crap, I get all fucking wacky. That's all I want to do. I just want to just be a shithead. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. This show's just fucking. Ugh. Don't apologize, oh, Jimmy. It was entertaining. I am sure that the people that the 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 audience loved it. Um, also, Jimmy, where can the people find you when you're not being a shithead? <laughs> well, you can find me on the X at DJ Mass Effects, and you can find us also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com, even though we're not right here. We're at the PWC, but you know, technically, channelattitude.com, where for five bucks only do you get the realest talking pro wrestling, but you get the best. Also at hamimediagroup.pubbing.com and the pwcnetwork.pubbing.com, where you can find everything else. And that's enough from me. Sweet. Brandon, thanks for coming. It was a lot thanks of fun. Having- uh, in spite of the absolutely awful nature of this show, um, where can the people find you if they want to hear more from you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, or as the kids call it these days, the X at Transarchist uh, Tia. I'm also on Twitch.tv under the under Miss Tia the Transarchist. I'm also on Substack at HMG Brandon, and you can catch me every Monday night with my buddy the Vet as we do the Impact Attack. Sweet, sweet. That was great. Well, that was like really concise. I like that. Um, that where can it be people you you'll find me at opinion haver on all your favorite social media platforms whatever they are including twitch.tv where i'll be in oh i don't know 10 minutes or so uh, as soon as i'm done watching these pretty japanese ladies suplex each other on their heads and uh what do you say you know you can find me on the next level wrestling review every wednesday 8 a.m pacific 11 a.m eastern with big ray hernandez and as Brandon said, you can find us every Monday night live, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And I'm putting the PWC guys on the spot. Since you were kind of have us on, what about watching some TNA wrestling and jumping on tomorrow? What do you think about that, huh? On the spot, guys, what do you say? What time you know what? Know? I'd rather watch Impact than this shit that we watched some- yeah, Today, nothing. So yeah. Look, you you just know automatically that nothing can be worse than what we just saw. So it's I'm all, telling it's you, all uphill it's... or downhill or whatever uphill from here. So what do you think? Anyway, you don't have to answer now. Take some time to think about it. But we we we're on the record. Uh, and uh, yeah, check out uh, Wrestling with Rip Rogers every Friday live Q and A's. Uh, concrete time of noon Eastern, except when it's not. And then check out everything Stevie Rich has been doing. He's got a wrestling analysis channel, a fitness channel. He relaunched his tech channel. And uh, he just, he's doing way too much. And I say that not in concern of his health, but in concern of me being able to consume it all. So he's doing too much uh-huh. for me to keep up with. Uh, but if you follow him, keep up with what you can. That's all, Chris. Absolutely. Stevie's just killing it, by the way. Those fucking videos. Every single time they get uploaded, I'm... It's like, a, it's like a mini school for wrestling. You just get, like, so much knowledge from whatever he's saying. He, he'll put out a 10-minute video, and, like, you almost have to watch it twice to get everything that's in there. It, it, like, 
legitimately some of those videos are like the best videos I've ever seen on like how to perform this wrestling move properly or exactly what went wrong when he has his what went wrong videos. Um, so yeah, shout outs to, to Stevie, who is not only a fantastic wrestling analysis, uh, but also one of the best human beings in the history of professional wrestling. Support Stevie wherever you can. He's awesome. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm going to keep calling it Twitter. Fuck your ex. Uh, I, I am at Chris Ams one You can go there to see all of, everything I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, and whatever the hell else comes to my mind. Um, you can also find me right here on the PWC Network, which is where you're listening to this, because we had weird, awful things happen to the technical side of things. But you can also find me on ChannelAttitude.com and the HMG, uh, where we do this show, as well as Uncaged, where we um, uncage Rampage, which <laughs> somehow has been a better show than Collision lately, and that makes me very fucking angry. That's but, weird, um, bro. This week, definitely. It's the C show, and it's better than this. And it was live. <laughs> Not collision. What the hell, bro? Awful, awful stuff. Anyway, you can find me on all those things. Um, yeah. Uh, Want to say before we go, as we're, uh, as we're signing off here, thank you to everybody in the chat. We love you guys. We love you for listening. If you're listening later and you don't have a chance to get into the chat, uh, tweet us if you have any questions or anything. Just send a tweet to me, Jimmy. If you have a if you have a question for uh, the Impact Attack, uh, send it to Opinion Haver or send it to Brandon. And uh, yeah, we we love you guys. Thank you for supporting us. Good night. Goodbye. Fucking Olay. Peace.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.